The Nerd Chat, an Xbox podcast. It's a podcast celebrating all things gaming, food, and the good old days. Hosted by three BFFs, Daddy Duwali, Chipotle Bear, and Bubble Boy N7. And new intern, ex-Bacon Gaming. This is Cortana. And remember, don't make a girl a promise if you know you can't keep it. As always, Spartans, see you online. Oh, hello. Daddy D. Wally here, and welcome to The Nerd Chat, an Xbox podcast. You already just heard me introduce this, so I don't need to say it again. Uh, We are live streaming on YouTube, hopefully, fingers crossed, successfully for the first time. Shout out to the assistant. Oh, wait. The recently promoted (laughs) to official co-host for all he's done for the channel, getting us live, getting us the reviews. Stepping up big time, please welcome first time for the officially for the first time, the new co-host of the Nerd Chat, Mr. Chipotle Bear. How are you, my friend? I am great, man. It's uh, it's been a long week, man. We got one week till spring break, which I'm super pumped about. Uh, but honestly, man, it's I know there's been a lot of great news and um, some really great movement on on the podcast and chat. So happy to be here. Happy to be live on YouTube. Excited to see some people join us and have some fun. So thanks for having me. And joining us as always, the intern now to the co-host, X Bacon Gaming. How are you? I'm still an intern. I mean, hey, keep complaining. I might demote you. So uh, give me a contract, a temporary contract, something. Wait, you got a what contract? Is, yeah, <laughs> I'm an intern. I'm I'm an unpaid intern at this point. It's, it's all right. free. Oh no, and he's already sporting his uh, PlayStation. He's a PS fanboy. There it is, folks. He's got the I spent uh, dumb I money. What, what's the name on of a it? This is the DualSense Edge controller. Edge. That's right. Oh, again, it's, Sony. Why do you have the lamest name naming? <laughs> Conventions on all of your products except for the PS5. Spoiler uh, alert, it's pretty good. Um, I bet it is. is incoming. Review is not incoming. as good as the Elite. Let's be real. It's not. It, guys, uh, for anybody watching or listening, please, please do us a huge favor. We're approaching 100 episodes of the Nerd Chat slash Xbox Record This. Please, if you could. We are also at 91 subs on YouTube. If we could get to that 100 mark on subscribers on YouTube, when we hit the 100, our 100th episode, we would all greatly appreciate that. So please hit that subscribe button if you haven't already on all of those subscription services, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, I can see that now as well. And YouTube, we would greatly appreciate that and speaking of youtube jose let's jump into some huge tnc shout outs huge shout out i gotta shout him out i should have been shouting him out a long time ago to mariano pompa for being so active on our twitter he is liking everything we tweet out there and Jose, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe he's a part of this the season gaming crew. Is that? I, I, I think so. I believe so maybe as well. That's where his name popped up. So I just had to shout him up. I spelled his name wrong here in the document, by the way. Uh, it says Marion Pompa, but it's Mariano Pompa. 
shout out. Thank you so much for liking our tweets and being active on there. We really do appreciate it. Shout out to Nell X Bacon Gaming for all of her comments on YouTube. Yep. Love it now. Thank you. And shout out to our new subs on YouTube. I only got slip, but we do have a few more, but that was the only one I saw in the notifications. And then I'd also like to go over, we've got some drama going over on uh, Jose's <laughs> Dead Space Limited Collector's Edition. <laughs> on his a recent video, and we got, we got to dig into this. So uh, <laughs> first one I see here, shout out to Goji Pie. He said, got mine yesterday. It was well worth the money. And then shout out to Mr. Robot 82. Mine is coming in on Monday. Thanks for the video. Can't wait. And then a shout out to, I like, this was one of my favorite comments, to Caramel Caramel Holloway. The collector's edition will make us whole. Ooh, 100%. Got chills. And then this random one, foreign user. What happened? I thought we were friends. He wrote on our page, unsubbed. I hope the collector's edition filled the void within your souls and you are happy now. To which I responded, come back for an user. And then SK wrote, what? You unsubbed because he picked up a collector's edition? Very, very strange. And what was it? What was the other one that uh, I had a notification, but I'm not seeing it. Oh, here. Nick Anderson also wrote supporting tyranny. Jose, explain yourself. Why have you struck in such a chord with our viewers and angered so many people with your amazing unboxing video? Uh, I don't know, man. I just know I'm uh, I'm happy. Like I got my Dead Space helmet right over there here, it man, is. and I life is good. Shout it out. Look at uh, that. I finally hid this for Dana Bacon so they don't have to look at that one anymore. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> uh, you I was know, just going to say, you don't know how much I appreciate not seeing that spooky Court of Owls mask. Like it's so much better. Uh, I mean, to be fair, man, I think I think it was. I mean, I've never bought a collector's edition like that. Even even as I clicked the the checkout button, I was like, "This feels incredibly excessive." Uh, but honestly, man, I, I I'm not upset at all, and it's well worth it. And I I honestly was thinking about trying to make a Dead Space helmet this summer as like a fun project, just to like do something. Um, and so I don't have to do that anymore, right? And now I can focus on other stuff. But uh, really happy with it. And, and again, if it was in your cup of tea, no worries, man. Like I understand it, you know. Um, hopefully we'll find something else that we're doing that you'll like as well. And we'll go from there. Shout out to Dan Driscoll in the chat. Uh, you sure? I guess, I guess we are noobs. You are 100% <laughs> <laughs> correct about that. Thanks right now. Dan. Shout out to Dan, uh, saying we're noobs and who is B? Uh, it's my, it's my buddy, Brandon from work. Oh, what's up, Brandon? Yes. He All the way up in Fort Collins. Probably Sweet. forever be an intern. So uh, shout out to all of those comments on the video. By the way, speaking of videos, I do want to shout out again. We've got the Callisto Protocol review by Jose. We've got the Hi-Fi Rush review from X Bacon Gaming. And also check out, Dan, do me a favor. Check out my Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2 review. If you're a fan of Metroidvanias, go check that one out. Provide any feedback, any questions for us. We really do appreciate it. Jose, were you going to say something really cool? No, 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 that's it, man. Just, just, I, you know, I'm not, I don't the set. If we lose the subs, that's a bummer because I know we're getting close to 100. I would love to hit that 100 mark by our 100th episode. But if not, it's okay, man. We're not, we're not going anywhere. Gives us I a goal was, to shoot for, right? I think, I think it was all your ASMR. Oh, that's, I mean, to be fair. like, oh, oh this so exciting. <laughs> I cut out a lot of the record. It was like a 25. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Trust me. Mm. Jose, when I did my, uh, what was it? I, I, I just, no, I did. I never published. I did the video for my Scuff Reflex Pro, or Instinct Pro. This was like 
seriously like a 17 minute video it was supposed to be a one minute short video so that shows you guys the effort it takes to make good quality content so we really do appreciate it dan he just had to give us a quick trip i appreciate it dan no yeah, we're happy you, you are here dan, dan when are we going to drop in some halo already man we've been playing season three we'll get to that later but uh spoiler here it's a banger slanger so guys let's jump into some xbox news for the news week. team assemble and let us start with the biggest news of the week, the most exciting news we've all been waiting for since 11-11-22 for all into the Starfield. Starfield has its official launch date. It is coming 9-6-2-3. We have a date. We cannot wait. Uh, does anyone have any theories about the release date? Because I kind of see like the nine minus three equals six. Three, two times three is six. Like there's some kind of connection, what right? What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> or is it just a random, hey, we wanted to release in September. Uh, by the way, I believe I called it. You got to give me a little bit of credit, Jose. I did say end of August, around August. Like that's basically the first week of September. Also, shout out 9-6. That's my brother Miso Pony's birthday, even though he'll never watch or listen to us. My brother, my Solarian brother will not support us. Thanks, Pony, for that. I know Dano is going to be super excited for this one. And also, uh, Billy will be excited. Shout out. Speaking of Billy, to Coach Goose Starfield is going to be a buggy mess. Nope. Uh, let's, uh, I let's, think that's I, why they I, delayed it. Bud. Exactly. Exactly. Guys, now that we know it wasn't within the 12 month window, I'm going to ask a couple questions. Think about them before I go to you. I'm going to go to Jose first. Bacon, think about it though. Should we be angry that they're not making the 12 month window? Personally, I don't care. I, I told you guys this earlier. If it doesn't hit, doesn't matter because if as long as it's a great game we will not care about the release date two do you think it's going to be a buggy mess like goose just uh, implied right there and three isn't this just the re perfect release window like when you really think about it with all the games we have from now until then and possibly after i think they nailed it i cannot wait for september jose take it away from any of those threads i just gave you um i mean i'll touch on <laughs> buck Thesda, that's good um I i'll take it from the perspective of like look am i am i angry should we angry no i think that's i think it's a little messed up to get angry about stuff like this uh in the sense that like we have plenty of games to play and don't get me wrong. I'm bummed. So I, I, I really wanted to be right about March. Definitely wanted it for bubble boys birthday. I wanted it before summer because I wanted to be able to play it all summer because that's, that just sounds like an awesome summer for me. Um, and, and it releasing in September, I'm not mad about that, but like, that's like the height of my work season. So like, that's a bummer. I won't be able You're to right. Like that's there. the worst time of year is the beginning of the year for me too, but uh, whatever. But overall, man, I, I, so I watched, I don't know if any of you watched that, but on YouTube, they Bethesda, Todd Howard actually did like literally like a three minute reveal of when of this talking about like why they're doing it and what it means for everybody. And he, you get to see the background. If, you, if you're watching the background, they're playing the game. And it one of the things good. he says they is They pointed like, out that guy. What was his name? Jim or whatever. Yeah. He's been here from the beginning. He's been playing since the, the moral exactly. days. It looked, it looked good. Now, granted, I'm sure that was a very calculated thing that they were playing in front of the screen, even though it was supposed to look really like Everything a natural. Was. Yeah. Um, but, but 
really what he pointed out was like we're trying to make it as as clean as we can and i think i think the we have to remember is that this is a big deal for microsoft and not just the sense that it's like another big triple a title but i mean like this is arguably the first content that is truly exclusive to them that's a triple a ultra release title for a studio that they bought because even skyrim which is awesome released on all platforms like 10 times right even Hi-Fi Rush is awesome, but it's not a AAA ultra title, right? So, like, this has to hit really, really well. It has to be important. And I totally agree with Goose. I know that, you know, Goose and I are big Fallout 4 fans. Um, and th- th- even when that released, there was Just, a lot of bugs that happened, I'd right? say Bethesda fans in general, all of us are huge. Uh, yeah, Bethesda you're, you're absolutely right. Like, we're huge, huge fans. And I think that there's there's kind of tiers of bugs, right? So there's the bugs that, like, make you giggle a little bit, like, when you're playing. And you're like, oh, that's silly. That shouldn't have happened. But they don't break anything. And I, I think if it releases with those... Eh, it's fine. I, I worry about the game breaking bugs, right? That's the one you have to be careful of. Like if it's like, I can't progress because something happens, right? Um, that's what we, I think they're really trying to avoid. Um, and, you know, I think unfortunately just the way of the gaming industry right now is that a lot of things are going to get delayed. Yeah, we'll talk about that like later. We, yeah. we have more of those to talk about just this week. So, you know, I think if anything, it just teaches us like, don't put all your, your, uh, eggs in one basket you know if you're a smart person when you play things like uh what's it called metacritic league fantasy league you pick the games that are coming out early in the year like this guy did right because yeah, you guarantee uh, those you were, scores yeah you're gonna win just because of all of ours are gonna come up but yeah uh, but overall man I'm, I'm i definitely am bummed that it's not sooner but i'm not mad about it and i'm i'm I, i'm excited to see more because unlike resident evil 4 where i really haven't been watching stuff um I am absolutely watching everything I can about Starfield because I just know it's going to be a massive game and I'm excited to see what's come of it. So sorry. I talked a lot. Bacon, no, no, what do you you're think, good. But- you're good. No, let me put some bacon up here in a second. I just want to shout out the chat. Uh, Goose said, uh, that's probably why we love it. Bug Bethesda. I do want to say though, I have played two Bethesda games at launch. I played Elder Scrolls and Fallout 4 at launch. And yes, there were minor bugs, but I never experienced anything that took me out of the game, that broke my game, where I got every achievement for both of those games. And like I said, I played them at launch. So yes, like Jose mentioned, even if there are a little bit, which I think there won't be, because I, like Jose said, I think that this is why this delay initially happened. And there have been some people on Twitter who tweeted about this. I think it was either Gene Park or uh jason schreier they're like i really think todd howard was going to be like ah oh, the game's good enough just put it out on 11 11 22 and we could have dealt with the the normal bug thesda bugs that we're so used to but i think like jose said with all the pressure for the game that everyone delayed it or that's why they delayed it and i think we're going to get a, it this has to be like mccaffrey also tweeted earlier today bethesda's best most polished game ever but at the same time i, I would argue it's never been anything crazy except for skyrim on the ps3 but that was a ps3 problem with the cell architecture i remember that game was broken on the poor playstation 3 and people like couldn't get through that so uh bacon as i throw it over to you i want to just just to shut everyone think about the games we have to play until then we still have Resident Evil at the, the at the end of this month, and then there's something that Bacon was going to play instead of Resident Evil, if I'm not mistaken. Then for those Zelda fans, you've got uh, Zelda coming up here. Is that in April, if I'm not mistaken? I know Dano is probably going to play that because he's a Nintendo Switch simp. Then you have 
Breadfall. Now that gives me, I'm so excited. I'm even more excited for Redfall now because that more time to enjoy that game for all of the month of May. Then in June, we've got Diablo Diablo 4 coming out. And that game's going to take over along with people who are on PlayStation who would want to play Final Fantasy 16, even though I have no desire to play that. And then we have a little bit of a break. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's when we have Forza Motorsport, maybe July, August. We don't know. We don't know. It's not out of the window yet. Bacon's nodding his head over there, but anyway, or shaking his head. And then we get into Starfield. And then we have a huge, that gives us plenty of time to to enjoy Starfield. That's going to take over the fall for us. I guess, uh, Bacon, I want to ask you, do you like the window that it's in? I think it's perfect personally. Uh, And should they be concerned if Spider-Man launches around the same time? Because I heard Joe and Kyle talking about this on the trophy room today about how, you know, they think, uh, that um, Starfield would get obliterated if if Spider Man came out the same week and stuff like that. And I would argue that they're different games for different audiences. And I I think Spider Man is a big game, but do I think it's overall a better game than what Starfield could be? No, I I just I strongly disagreed on that. I don't know. I like I love I love the first Spider Man. It's one of my favorite Sony IPs. That might actually might be my fa- second favorite, only to Uncharted. But I don't think what Spider Man did was necessarily that crazy good so bacon tell me what you're thinking about the window and and should starfield be concerned at all about spider-man potentially releasing that same day well i think uh with that window you want to give another xbox first party title diablo 4 hopefully xbox first time uh we want to give that a little bit of room to breathe um does give redfall room to breathe and i really don't think they care about spider-man in the least um different platforms they're not on pc we're on pc we're on xbox and um i'm sure it will probably do pretty well against um spider-man if that is in fact when that's going to release nobody knows anything um i don't think the day has any semblance i've tried uh, running through my um conspiracy theories through my head there's and I something can't. there's something with the nine and the six and the two times three two times you three know, six uh, take yeah, their pie six, six, integers six six uh, twelve i don't know please excuse my dear aunt sally 12, 21 uh, is it? Something uh, right um not as cool as 11 11 22 let's be real <laughs> I, I i do believe that if but that uh, um bethesda was still just bethesda under uh Zenimax, probably with investors and money um i'm pretty sure it would have released on 11 11 and they would have just dealt with it and um i think um microsoft really knows that they have to um really hit with this game this is their game of the year contender um hopefully all things considered and so i think they know that this thing has to hit like a ton of bricks it can't you know hit the digital foundry you know frame rate charts and the bugs and the and the frame drops and the latency and stuff like that so um i think it was probably smart to move it out i know there's a bunch of hate and anger about missing the 12 month window i'm okay whatever I, now that i think back on that show last year that was probably one of the worst decisions they could have made they never had to say that they could have just said coming soon i i or, understand why they said i bet they had ambitions to get everything out by them but stuff happens like i don't blame them i i mean 
<laughs> You're right. They probably are learning and we'll when we'll, uh, we'll we'll go learn from that. Obviously, hold on, Bacon. Let me interrupt you because we get the chat is popping off here. My uh, wife's busting B my says chops. been waiting for a game is nothing new to me. Waiting for GTA six for like a decade. Yeah, well, we're probably gonna be waiting a few yeah, years. Amen, brother. So, at least <laughs> Dan says Starfield might be like Cyberpunk the first couple weeks. No, definitely uh, not. I don't think Dude, I think they're no, trying to avoid that yeah, right now. No, they will not let that happen. You cannot wait for Zelda and Diablo coat. Goose says not into vampires, won't get Redfall. I think you're going to be missing out, Goose, because this is a co-op game as well, so you might change your mind on that. B says PC all day. Yep, I might be joining the PC Master Master Race. Uh, might be. Upgrading what are you my... talking about? Well, I mean, I already have it, but Goose is convincing me to return this, and he's going to build me a supercomputer. And then Goose also said 369 Nikola Tesla theory. I have no idea what that is, but I think Goose is stoned out there, and he's just showing, so, just telling us some random uh, Tesla theories. Nell says, excuse my dear Aunt Sally, go math. I'm with <laughs> Nell, said B. And I do like, I'm, dude, I'm telling you, and it's a shooter. I really think you'll like actually Redfall. And beauty of it is it will be on Game Pass, and we're all going to play it. So come join us, Goose. Uh, Bacon, closing thoughts overall on the Starfield date. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? I'm pumped. Honestly, I don't know if I will watch anything. I know, oh, we didn't even mention that. So there will be the Starfield Direct on June 11th following the game showcase yeah. which i like because i don't i think it would have been a bad idea to include that with the game showcase yeah. have it separate we've already seen it i think that's a, a a great way to do it show us the new stuff or anticipated stuff in the game showcase then we can jump into starfield again i don't know if i'm gonna watch it i'm already sold on this game it's bethesda i cannot wait i love fallout i love skyrim i love everything they've done i'm a huge bethesda guy to me that's way more important than activision blizzard so I am all in bacon or Jose closing. That's just Jose. or bacon than oh. Jose. Yeah. I, I mean, with my favorite space RPG of all time, I think um, Starfield's got a high bar to even get close to mass effect. And if it can get 70% there, it's going to be a fantastic game. Um, let's be patient. Let it come out. The screenshots and the stuff playing in the background looked really good. And everyone's saying 24 frames a second, 30, who, who just let, the information come out on the 11th let's stop let's just stop with all this but i'm crazy excited and what do you think jose that I, well that's the, that's the question i was literally going to ask like i mean i i am not a, a refresh rate aficionado that's what i'll call both of you looking at that footage behind todd i know it's hard because it's like you're looking at it through an actual video that footage to me looked a lot better than some of those demos that we saw a long time ago did you get any hint that it was like a better frame rate or anything like that just just pure like conjecture not not like claiming that it's going to be this or inside information i'm just curious what you think bacon and you too dan it's just hard to tell at that distance like yeah i, I don't even know how anyone could tell that it's it's gonna we know it's going to at least be 30. I can't imagine yeah. it's not 60 on the Series X. Series S, I don't know. Uh, yeah. PC, we should have unlocked frame rates. Yeah, so. I mean, it doesn't matter. For the hardcore, they're like all streamers, influencers, they're going to be playing this on PC. Like, it's, that's just what it is. And speaking of influences, I love Dr. Disrespect's reply. Did you guys see this? He said, 300-inch LCD wall ordered just hmm. for this. So shout out for the doc. I love the tweet. <laughs> the anticipation is real. And I just want to go back to the chat reel here. Coach Goose said, he does like co-op. Thanks, Bacon. You're with me. Uh, Goose said, I don't love Fallout in Vegas. Goose, I liked it. I just think Fallout 3 is better. And my personal favorite is Fallout 4. And that's because Fallout 4 was the first one I played. And mm -hmm. the reason I liked 4 so much, too, going back, you can't sprint in the other games. And it sucks not having a sprint button. I, I got to have a little bit more modern uh, accessibility things there, oh, Goose. So I do like, I love them all. So 
Uh, are they really talking early September release? Yes, yeah, it, it is was announced. Yeah. Yeah. It is official. official. 9, 6, 23. We cannot wait. We will all be jumping into Starfield. And hopefully, I told Bacon that's when he needs to build me my new Super Mega PC so I can do ray trace reflections at 90 you, FPS. You're actually going to build ATI. it. You're going to build it so you can learn how to work on it. I'll supervise. Well, Bacon said he was going to build it and film it for the show, and he'd have it to me ready by Monday. But now he's changing up on me. Hey. Guys, let's go on to the next uh, news item. I really... Somebody else take this for me. Sony blasts Microsoft's Xbox Activision deal with a range of bizarre claims. I, I'm so over this. I, I, take it away. <laughs> take it. Somebody take it. I'm done with this. Go you, ahead, Bacon. All right. So we'll just hit the, the, the cliff notes on this one. Um, Sony's basically telling the CMA at this point um, that Microsoft will, in fact, make their game a buggy mess to make it at least less desirable place to play their game. Um, Microsoft apparently doesn't want to sell the game on PlayStation and make uh, $1 billion a year is about what it makes on PlayStation. They're, they would rather sabotage the game so it looks better on xbox and apparently the cma is listening to this complaint and taking it um to heart uh just not sure what to think about what's going on over there um just i think it's the country that's lost to time at this point they don't know what's going on i think brexit really messed them up actually come to think of it so sorry to all my uk fans out there <laughs> I mean, I don't have a lot to add to this other than like I, there was supposed to be some one of the regulatory bodies. I, th I think it was the FTC. I forgot which one is supposedly potentially passing this soon. And it's that's kind of the, a first big domino. It was, to the, fall. it was the EU. EU. That's what it was. Um, you know, I think that's what it's going to take at this point is is we're going to start see some other bodies fall through. And I'm not saying that this won't matter. I'm not saying that this is totally like stupid. I mean in my opinion, it's a, it's a dumb argument to make, but um, you know, I think ultimately it's, it's, we're just waiting at this point. Right. And I, and I, and you have to remember, like we've talked about this before. Anytime you're in an argument with someone, the minute you start losing, you just start becoming irrational in an argument. You know what I mean? Where you just start saying, well, you're dumb. You're stupid. Like that, that feels a little bit like this, what this is, but they're, they're going to grasp at everything they possibly can to get this not passed. You know what I'm saying? So should we hit should we hit on Lulu Chang's tweet real quick? Yeah, or? go ahead, bud. Tell him. So anyone who doesn't pay attention to Twitter on the daily, um Lulu Chang. Like Bacon. Bacon is on the I Twitter streets on Twitter constantly. Anyways, Lulu's a, Lulu's a high-level executive at uh, Activision and who's been in all these court hearings and backdoor meetings. And uh apparently she quoted Jim Ryan exactly, and he basically said I don't want a Call of Duty deal. I want to block your merger. Um, so if that doesn't show intent to sabotage and, and just outright be an obstructionist. Uh, so she tweeted that and um, The Verge has picked up and a lot of people have picked up on it and ran with it. It's it's just... just and then also he says, Microsoft has offered to allow Call of Duty into PS Plus at a cost, of course. And Jim Ryan has flat come out and said no. That will hurt our business. Offering PlayStation players a benefit and the most popular game on the planet into their subscription service. Sony fans, please start paying attention. Your man says, no, we want the $70 sale. I just, I cannot see how the CMA is not completely seen through this line of BS, but it it is what it is. Go ahead, Jose. 
Close nothing. I, 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 have, I, I just, have nothing to that's, say. That's perfect. I got nothing to add. <laughs> Tell me when this deal is either blocked or passed. Well, the date hasn't changed, Bacon, right? It's still April 26th. Is there so like, we will have right something now? big in less than two months. Thank God. Uh, Jose, real quickly, what if the EU proves it? Everyone's approved it. The FTC drops their suit and they approve it. What if the CMA is the only one that blocks it? I don't Could know. That's go a good route. And then they're just like, all right, we're just going to pull Call of Duty from the store. Yep. They'll, yeah. They won't sell it in the UK. In the UK. And they'll probably have to change their regions and to buy people and download would complain the game. And, yep. and then they would. They so would overall, they would hurt all the PlayStation fans in the, in the UK and all the Xbox fans in the UK. I just. Go ahead, uh, I no, I think that's right. I, I don't actually know the answer, but that, that sounds correct that like because each of those regulatory bodies controls their section of the world, ultimately they wouldn't allow that merged content to exist. Where it gets confusing for me, and again, just because I'm not an expert in this, like I work in public education, right? Is that he's our econ professor, guys. He's lying. <laughs> he knows everything. Is that uh you know what when it until a couple of them fall, it can't move forward. You see what I'm saying? Like that's the piece that I don't understand. And I don't know if it has to be like American people have to do that because it's an American-based company. I don't under, I don't know that aspect. I'm assuming we're gonna learn a lot more about that in the coming months. And you know, again, my instinct is that this is still gonna go through. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we'll see what it looks like in terms of the final deal and concessions and all that kind of stuff, especially knowing that Sony doesn't want concessions, they just want to block the merger. So yeah, no, which um, has been clear from the beginning. Yeah, I would argue. Um, let's get back to the chat. Uh, B says bacon can build some sweet rigs. Don't let them off the hook. I don't want to, but apparently he's bailing on me. Bacon. I have to ask, will you offer a two year warranty and tech support for my PC? If you build it like NZX two year NZXT would, that's what NZXT would do. See Linus tech tips did a thing about this, about building PCs for friends and family. And you always <laughs> end up being the tech guy. They won't, Google search to see if they can fix something. You themselves. know, I've the first thing they do troubleshoot. Have I, I, I figured out my, my like, no, RGB? I, I have the, a understand. It's just the cable, the cable management is what scares. The me. biggest problem is you turn into literally your friend's IT guy, which I'm okay with. Um, it's when I got to keep driving over to your house and plugging this in. He or hasn't whatever. been over once. He said he was going to come but, check out my HP. He still hasn't been here. We'll do a live stream. You told me you wanted me to price you out a new computer, so I will come this weekend before I go on vacation. Um, so it's... I would like you to learn how to build it yourself, at least observe it I, being built. So you... Know, I can watch Building YouTube. a PC is literally one of the easiest things on the face of the earth to do. It's the software that's the problem. Yeah. Um, see, I'm I afraid. can either build it for you and film it for the channel, or I can I let you that. build it with super... That's fair. No live stream, but do it live on air. Yeah, exactly. Just but, like uh, Henry Cavill. Describe it. Describe it for Dan, and Dan has to do it while we watch and make fun of him. That would be awesome. Hey, D Deja Vu's in the chat. I built yeah, his shout too. Out to Deja Vu sold a Series X. He's going PC only. Guys, speaking of things breaking and uh, bacon bailing out on me, Rocksteady Games Suicide Squad has reportedly been delayed again following showcase criticism. It will now release later this year, and there's no date, but I just want to say very quickly before I throw it over to, I'm assuming maybe Jose brought this up or Bacon. Um, this kind of makes me sad because this reminds me of the Mass Effect 3 endings, which people overreacted way too negatively toward, to when that initially happened, and then people felt like they had to change their vision for the game. And I don't agree with that. I think if Rocksteady wanted to make this game, they should just stick to what they were, wanted to do. People are upset, sure, but they haven't even played the game. And that's what's even more frustrating about this, is that we haven't even played this game. 
I don't remember people acting like this when Link to the Past came out or Resident Evil 2 or Resident Evil 4. People just played the game and made the judgments themselves. I don't like this. Let's cancel something before it even comes out. I'm sick of the negativity. I think as a channel, we need to do a better job staying more positive. I even I'm noticing listening to, you know, Trophy Room, Unlocked, all the other podcasts I listen to. Everyone wants to be down, Jose. And I think we got to try to do a better job and be more like Chipotle Bear and just try to have a more positive outlook on things because it's wearing me down. And um, I feel bad for Rocksteady. They've made nothing but great games. I wish we would have just waited to see what this game was about. I personally just wasn't interested in it because it just wasn't grabbing me. But that doesn't mean somebody else wasn't super excited and pumped for it. So uh whoever who who brought the story up you want to take it away was that bacon or jose take it away i i brought it up and of course i was breaking it and i think a lot of it was the outrage of the starfield delay and all that and having this come back to back right the next day um so my biggest problem with this game from what i saw was they've turned these guys into an fps shooter um what's wrong with that i like i I assume king shark would be just brawling and beating people up. I don't know if he'd have an M4 Isn't it with FPS, though? I thought it was third person. I thought it was third um, it, person. It looked like a shooter. I'll be honest. It looked, it looked like it looked like Crackdown. And I love Crackdown. Right. I thought it looked I mean, but, I, I I probably would have loved this initial vision for the game. T- taken as a whole, the game's probably pretty fun if it wasn't named the Suicide Squad. And my big complaint was Harley Quinn flying around like she's got magic boots on. And I just I don't understand the vision. I know this was designed to be a games as a service um, model before everyone hated games as a service, and I think they've had to change it. It just the purple blobs on the back of the chopper that you got to aim at to shoot. I I just I'm not sure the direction. I'm sure it's going to be a a fairly fun game to play. Um, I didn't see why the outrage was so much for them to force an internal delay. I don't know how much they can change in six months. Yeah, exactly. The game's made. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, what are they going to change? You can't go change, make it a ground climb up the side of buildings and brawl. I mean, you fly around and you. I don't know how you would change major aspects of this game in six months seven months eight months or whatever it's going to be uh so i'm now concerned and the fact they allowed all the negative discourse to change their direction and how they were planning on releasing this game is absolutely wild to me and uh, so it's it definitely wasn't going to be a day one pickup for me it'd be a sale kind of like um, I think Gotham Knights will be a sale, which is on sale yeah. right now. I was, I was just gonna say that, Jose. You're probably thinking, man, you all should have played Gotham Knights if you wanted an Arkham game. Well, go ahead, no, that's Jose, take that's, it away. that's literally where I was gonna go, but not for that same reason. And that, you know, WB Montreal, who made Gotham Knights, I, I think, like I said this before on the show, I think people got an unrealistic expectation of what that game was going to be for two reasons. One is because they hyped it for so long. I mean, it was like literally years out that we knew that that game was happening. But then on top of that, I also think that it was because it was in the Arkham universe and we loved all of the Arkham games. And so that's what we expected. We wanted a basically a new generation version of those games. And it just wasn't that. And I maintain that I loved the game. I had a great time. I know Boba Boy didn't like it as much, but also I think that was a little bit of the characters we chose. Like again, I played as Batgirl and it felt very reminiscent of the original Batman game. I want to play this game. I should have bought it. Dang it. You should buy it, dude. I, I still think it's great. Now I also would contend and that's exactly where Bacon and you were going to end too, is that that's what's happening right now with Rocksteady in this game is that people just want, 
they want another Arkham game because they were such good games and they want it on the new systems. And that's not the direction. Now, I, I do agree that like there has been a lot of criticism about the purple, right? Like that the word purple has come up so much in all of these reviews because people are like, it looks like you're just shooting purple stuff all the time. That's right. Purple. I, I agree. I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I also think that we are only seeing parts of the game, right? It could be that that's a selective part of the game that they're only focusing on and in all of those parts. It's purple. Now, and again, I understand the, the concern from people, but I, I go back to what we originally, and I've always said, like, we play games to have fun, man. Like, there don't have to always be serious. I Preach. love the serious ones, too. Preach. I love I love that Starfield is going to be big. I love the Mass Effects. I like those games, too. But there are also games that I'm just like, eh, this is silly fun. Like, we, I talked about Tinykin as a recent one. I loved Gotham Knights, even though, was it a little cheesy? Yeah. Right? Were there parts of the game that I was like, eh, this kind of sucks? Yeah. But that's every game, man. That doesn't mean it's a bad game. I still had a great time. I don't regret spending the money. And I do agree with Bacon that I feel bad for the developers, man, because they were probably so jazzed to show this game to everybody man and then it has just been just cock on yeah. can you imagine being the developers right now and then so hearing close people release. say you have to delay this because yeah. of like i i feel awful so i think what you said is just right on the money and i can't agree more jose like not i gotta shout out david jaffe the god of war original creator on twitter he tweeted out something saying um you know Video game production is awesome. Like the cinematics of The Last of Us, you know, God of Wars, that's all great. But not every game has to give us that. Like just simple, like you said, Jose, we play to have fun in games. Yes, we also play to have those great cinematic experiences. Bacon, I'm sure, is going to talk about how he just finished The Last of Us and how much he loved that too. But not everything has to be that. And I and I think he he was he was stressing in his tweet as well that pe that developers are getting a little too focused on that production value to make it look like this amazing thing and instead should be maybe focusing on is this fun to play and would you want to play it you know and I, if this is what rocksteady wanted to do they should have stuck with it and i don't know or always agree with the games as a service model but I, again we play to have fun in games i feel awful for rocksteady i, I can't believe this is happening I, like Bacon said, what are they going to be able to do in six months? Let's just say, um, I, I feel bad. Like, yes, Rocksteady has taken forever to put this game out, which which sucks. And maybe it was a mistake by saying this is in the Arkham universe. But at the same time, I, I want developers to make games that they want to make. I want them to make games that they feel are fun to play. And I wish we could have seen this. And it's almost like this game is dead in the water before it even came out. So I feel awful. Let's move on to the next story. Capcom's Capcom's dinosaur shooter Exo Primal is launching into Game Pass, and there will be an open beta later this month. Guys, I generally like games coming straight to Game Pass, but to me, it's like ooh, it's, uh, it could be a little questionable, though. You know, the I, last ooh, couple, yes, exactly. But to be fair, Wolong is growing on me, and some people love Wolong. It's definitely difficult and not for everybody, but I don't think it's as bad as like you were describing with Atomic Heart bacon and in the, the technical issues. But to be fair, some people really like Atomic Heart too. So I I don't know. I are these all these are all great games to try. Like that's the best part of Game Pass. Let's be real. Like we can try these and we don't feel like we're wasting our money. And who knows? I might end up liking Atomic Heart as well. But yes, Exo Primal for me. I've never been interested in this game, but Bacon, take it away on Exo Primal and these dinosaurs. I just think it's cool that it's coming to Game Pass. That's why I put it in the mm -hmm. dock because I just love 
getting shots at games. And, you know, if I would have bought Wulong, I probably wouldn't have been terribly mad because that's a skill gap issue for me. <laughs> I physically am not a good enough gamer. Four nights, folks. Game. Four nights to get through the first boss. And and now I'm just stonewalled at the second boss. Um, so <laughs> I had I'm really close. I'll help you, but, but so I wouldn't have been mad at, at Wulong because it's a skill gap issue for me. I would have been mad if I'd have bought Atomic Heart, um, mm-hmm. at least as far as I've played right now. Again, I will go back to it in a couple if they weeks. Had an FOV slider, right, baby? Right. Um, I'll go back to it in a couple weeks to see if whatever my issue with that game um was happening, but what's that second extinction that we played? The beta wasn't very good. Like there's some games that are coming into ooh, Game Pass that ooh. haven't quite hit the mark. Uh what was the one I got a thousand a thousand on? My uh, crossfire? Crossfire X. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Um, but that's again, gonna be like. But if you think about that, guys, that might be one of the most rare thousand of a thousand in like achievements ever because the game's gone now. Isn't isn't it like pulled by now or soon? You're the man that you got the thousand out of thousand. I think yeah. I got six hundred. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Is he the man? Is he? I think he's got a problem, <laughs> and we need. It's time for an intervention. Uh, so mainly putting this in here because I'm excited. It's you know. The, fun, the scary thing is, this is set in the year 2040. That's not too far away. So you're hoping, telling me dinosaurs are coming. back to the future thing going I'm on? I'm hoping dinosaurs don't future. come around. But, uh, I mean, it seems like it's going to be pretty fun. And, you know, Capcom coming into Game Pass day one. I mean, what world are we living in now? So um, hopefully it's good. Hope, but we'll all get to try it. We'll get to try it for our low uh, cost of Game Pass. And Oh, yeah. Any, uh, any, anything from you, Chipo? Uh, I know Bacon will try it. He tries everything. And props, Bacon. You take full advantage of the service, and that is awesome. And I and I do appreciate that of you because you'll always be able to give us your initial your thoughts on games. Yeah. Uh, no, I I I will check it out. I'll be honest. If it hadn't come to Game Pass, I don't know if I would have picked it up. Like it just it looked cool and interesting, but not enough that I was gonna dethrone some of the other games I was gonna play. But if it's there, I'll check it out. Right. I like it. And and I'm with Dan. Like Wolong is typically not what I loved i mean i loved elden ring but that's not a game that i could play all the time and um i'm liking it so far I, it's it's i'm trying to be more disciplined in terms of the way i play because i am a button masher in games and so yeah um it's been okay i um the one complaint i will have and i know we're going to talk about what we're playing later but just is like i don't the story i don't understand and, and i want to that's the complaint it's it's not that i have an issue that i don't understand it. it's that i want to understand it and I don't. But anyway, before we continue to the other news stories, a quick from the chat. B asked a great question for both all of us. He said, yeah, I've been looking fun and cheesy games. What are some of your favorite fun and cheesy games? I mean, I'm a horror guy. So like I play like the Resident Evil games for fun. I know Dan always craps on five and six. I like five. Games. I didn't hate six. I don't think it's an amazing masterpiece, but I didn't hate it. Um, I also the worst. Like I recently played South Park, The Stick of Truth. Mm-hmm. Loved that game. Like I'm really sad that I did. I bought the sequel immediately. Um, I mean, I like those kind of games that are just lighthearted and fun. And um, I don't, I don't mind that they're like fitting a trope. You know what I mean? Like if that's what I know I'm getting yeah. into, that's totally fine. So um, those are a couple of mine. How about you guys? B, I've, I was looking up. So Friday the Thirteenth multiplayer, great, great game, very janky, very cheesy. I also put State of Decay Two on here. Not the most well, not like it's broken or anything, but a very great, you know, I'd say double A game. You know, hopefully they'll step up on the um, quality for there. Bacon, what about you? I'm still trying to look at more, but those two, I, I definitely recommend uh, going for, for kind of cheesy. I'd probably have to go with something like Vampire Survivor. Um, Okay. Not super like 
serious game, but fantastic game. But I am always a sucker for a platformer. Um, yep, so I was fun. just going to say Super Perils of Baking, yeah, right? Super, I, there's a great one. I actually quite enjoyed great that platformer. Mario clone, but it was, it was yeah, great platformer. Cheesy. You're throwing wisps or from... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like throwing frying pans at enemies is a pretty good there game. Go. Shout out to my boy Colin. Yeah, shout out um, to Colin so over at Sacred Symbols. Fun. Uh, it's more fun for me. Cheesy. Mm, yeah, but uh, Ooh, yes. Have you guys played the result. Darkness? That that's a great game. I, I recommend. Those are kind of weird and out there. Habroxia. That's the next one for you, Bacon. That was also from Lilymo Games. That's like a Gradius type game. Habroxia and Habroxia too. You should definitely. I highly recommend those. Play the f easy thousand a thousand on the first one too, Bacon. Okay. So you'll enjoy that. That's my jam. Um, ooh, Battle Toads. I don't know if you guys ooh, played the new Battle Toads. That was a great love game. It. Highly underrated. Love Battle Toads. I'm gonna keep digging in here while we go on to the next story. Um, this is just a quick, we're going down to the quick announcements, quick stories for the week. Uh, Xbox is just killing it as always. They just released the uh, Nerd Chat official green wireless controller. Uh, it's actually called the Velocity Green uh, new controller and as well as the Velocity Green hoodie that I think I need to get, except I just noticed. It's got a, uh, what is that, a shamrock on there? I, I don't. Or four leaf Definitely clover. Shamrock, yep. Uh, I don't. I'm not really uh, into the uh, St. Patty's Day and the Irish. Not any Notre Dame fan. I mean, no, but I yeah, like but the hoodie. Like, I mean, that's green like on the sleeve, yeah, and it's, it's the same very... color as the sleeve. But you're not going to even see that in real what, life. What do you think about the price though? Sixty-five bucks. Oh wait, no, that's the controller. That's the hoodies. What probably price similar? The hoodies are like yeah. that's what they usually cost in the store is like fifty, sixty. I'm looking it up right now. But by the way, guys, I, oh, it is 65 as well. Guys, they are killing it with controllers. I was asking my girls just recently. Brookie was like, I want a green controller. I'm like, oh, Brooke, they don't have a green controller. And then sure enough, Xbox Bam. answers, gets her the green controller. Maddie wants that sick purple one. They need to add, make sure and add all these new controllers to the Elite a customization. Mm -hmm. and what is, it, what is it called? What is it called? The Design Lab? The design, des lab. design Lab. There it is. We've got the blue. I've got the red. I need to bring the red for Grayson. It is sick. I would love to have all of these. So Xbox, if you're listening, send them our way. We'll display them right back there. How, how cool would that be make to have all of the controllers back there? That'd be so sick. Just right Oh, yeah, there. I do. Oh, I wish. Unlimited money. So there you go, guys. Check out the Velocity Green Xbox controllers. And then we're going to close the news like we always do with coming soon to Game Pass for the beginning of March 2023 available now we've got guilty gear strive and i'll come back to bacon on this one in a second it is out on cloud console and pc then we also have coming soon actually out today right now if you have bacon this is well actually he didn't yep. finish the first one but for anyone who finished the first dead space remake go play dead space 2 on cloud and dead space 3 on cloud i believe these are already available on ea play but now yeah. they've added it to the cloud then we have valheim game preview <clears throat> <clears throat> on console on March 14th. Sid Meier's Civilization 6 Cloud Console PC on March 16th. Ninu Kuni Revenant Kingdom is coming in cloud and PC March 21st. There are also updates to Fallout 76, No Man's Skies, and Halo Infinite Season 3 Echoes Within. We are going to talk more about that later. Perfect. I also forgot to uh, mention Sea of Thieves. Shout out to Goose. Uh, they will be launching their new 
uh, <clears throat> season on March, I believe, 16th, 16th right? and then the 20th is their five-year anniversary. I can't believe CFDs has been out for five years and doing so well. That is awesome. I really wish I could love this game. I wanted to play it, but I just... I don't know. Also, there are Game Pass perks. Go get a, a supercharged pack for Madden. Everybody who plays Halo, I already told the boys about this last night. Go get your Corrupted Assault Rifle bundle. Get that skin and your XP boost and challenge swap. F122 has a content bundle, and so does The Sims 4. Unfortunately, here are some games leaving Game Pass. On March 15th, F1 2020, doesn't matter. We got the new one. Goat Simulator, Kentucky Route Zero, Ooh, Guardians of the Galaxy. If you haven't played that, go play that, you guys. Everybody play that. That was a good game. Paradise Killer, Undertale, Young Souls, and Zero Escape. The Nonary games are all leaving. Guys, what are your reactions to these games being added to Game Pass? Bacon, talk to me about Guilty Gear Strive as I drink some water in my throat. Um, I, I don't know much about Guilty Gear Strive other than I'll <laughs> probably play it. Um, it's just... Uh, I will now, since I finished Dead Space 1 remake, I will play 2. I won't you did, wait you did finish it? Yeah. Oh, oh I, just, it. Sorry, I already got it back on my shelf, bud. Yeah. That oh, was like I thought a week turnaround, like bud. Oh. No, I love Dead Space. Oh, yeah, you um, did. You didn't like right. Resident Evil. Sorry, Resident Evil. I don't like Resident Evil. Yeah. That's what it was. Okay. Um, Valheim's going to be good. I, I do like to see, even though these Japanese-style games are not technically for me and maybe not for a lot of people, but I still do still like seeing the additions of the Nino Coonies and stuff like that. Um, they're going to be for someone. Um, and again, to echo your point that if you have not played guardians of the galaxy before it leaves, that is an absolute must play game. Uh, go play that right now. I would give it a, a four out of five. Four. Highly, five, highly recommended. The combat, uh, the banter, and the and some the, of that got annoying. Know. Yeah, but yeah. overall, incredible graphics. Yeah. Especially, I, I wish I would have played that in OLED. Oh my gosh! Soundtrack was the best soundtrack of any good, game yep, ever made. It was good, good heartfelt story. So yes, definitely recommend those. Jose, any reactions to these games? Uh, I mean, I, I second what you said about Dead Space two and three. I mean, I would imagine that uh, EA is eventually yeah, and Motive are gonna release a remake of those games as well just because the first one did so well and i'll be definitely playing those but if you've never played them it is a great time to do it and it is cool that they're on cloud i will say that like there's a couple of moments in each of those games where that could be challenging depending on your internet connection so if you have the opportunity to just play it on game pass i would recommend it there but it is cool that they're adding the functionality i'm not upset by that at all valheim i didn't play but it was big when it came out because it's kind of like an open world like fortnite creator slash battle simulation thing i don't know if i will check it out just because like i don't only have so much time for live service games and i've kind of got my set ones right now but happy to see civ 6 and um of course halo season 3 like man i know we're going to talk about that here shortly but that has been super dope man i'm super having a lot of fun time there and um yeah i'm with you dan like i, I kind of want to go back and play see if these at one time i just I feel like i'm going to get destroyed if i do and so that's a little hard for me but we'll see we, we we'll definitely see. need a crew for that yeah all right, well, speaking of Halo, guys, let's jump into what have we been playing and or watching. Bacon, I'm going to throw it over to you and Jose for this right away. Tell me your impressions of Halo Season 3 Echoes Within. What do you like? What do you dislike? A little bit of bugs. Yeah, definitely some bugs going on. I saw on PC. There's some issues. I noticed my frame rate 
Uh, there are some issues definitely on the Series X trying to go 6120. They say they're addressing it, but give me pros and cons. What do you think? By the way, new maps, very quickly, all phenomenal. They are yep. all phenomenal. The, my least favorite is the Chasm one where you're in the, uh, the like, the, you know, which one? The, what, what's the, the structure, the Promethean structure, or whatever yes. it is. Forerunner the, structure. For, sorry, Forerunner yeah. structure. Uh, only because you can get picked off. It's very like multi level. You're very it's like exposed. Two sides, from, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's, you're very exposed. But I, but I do like it. And I like the, to jump on those platforms and whatnot. But the Cliffhanger, phenomenal. Uh, Oasis, favorite new big team map. So, guys, give me your impressions of Halo Infinite Season 3. We all dropped in. We had a great time. What was that? A couple nights ago. We had, what, two nights in a row? Dropping yeah. into Halo. It's been great. So, talk to it. Talk to me, Bacon. Um, for me, this is the first time since you know starting the campaign and maybe getting into season one uh, where I've actually wanted to play the game in uh, consecutive nights, and I'll probably play it again tonight, even though I don't have any daily or weeklies to do. Um, so that says something that it's pulling me away from Warzone. It's pulling me away from um, you know uh, Horizon Forbidden West stuff like that to stay into Halo and work on it. Um, the new maps, I think, are incredible. Uh, jury's still out on that new assault rifle, uh, single shot DMR or whatever it is. Uh, I don't. I thought it would have more punch, more, you know, more damage dealt because I still. What is it? Still like at least a four shot um, to drop someone with that thing at least. Yeah. I like the sound and I design do. of it. Like I, it, I think it's it, cool. But it you're handles like, and it <laughs> and you can really hip shoot with it and stuff. Uh, so, and I think the battle pass additions, that new armor core. Uh, it's armor cores are great it's crazy good the colors we're all just experimenting with our colors so i think i think now we might be at, at the point where i think 343 can keep up with this thing and 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 keep people interested and keep them coming back i bought the battle passes every year every every one i just finished season one on the first night of this and now i'm actually working on the new season one still got two and the winter update to finish uh, <laughs> I just keep, I keep buying. I keep wanting to support, uh, but it, it is fun. It's fun to get with the guys, the new playlist that we were playing the other night with the different guns as you get kills with the guns and then it changes your guns to get to the skull and the fun of grouping up together when they have the skull and we're still not there and we're trying to, you know, repel them and they're shooting yeah, yeah, yeah. that field at us and we can't see them coming. I'm just like, and Dan's just yelling at us in the background. So uh, it's a blast. So if you haven't tried Halo in a while, get back into Halo. Jose, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I echo a lot of what Bacon said. It's, um, I mean, I've always loved playing Halo, even before the updates, even when they were the small ones, the winter update and the other ones like the lone wolves and stuff like it. I've really, I think it's a fun game. I think it's very beautiful. I think it's, I think it's very solid in terms of its performance. I mean, I think the biggest complaint I always had was like, if you didn't dashboard quit out when you finished playing, then the next time you tried to go and quick play, it always wouldn't work and you'd have to quit out then. That actually kind of got fixed in this most recent season. I don't know if you know that, but like I did that on accident and I got in it and it let me join a game. Like that's the first time they fixed that bug. Um, so that felt really great. Um, I do like the new like armor core. I think it looks really cool. I'm excited for some of the colors and dude, some of the like items right now in the shop and the stuff that's available looks just sick. I will say if I have one critique, it's still that I can't do cross colors and like items on the cores. Like 
I, I have to feel like they're working on that. I want to believe that they're still working on it, but I haven't seen it. So that's my only cur- like critique right now. But you're right, dude. Maps are cool. They're very well balanced. They're fun. Like legitimately, like every game we played last night, I was like, this is cool. This is fun. And it, and it's you can clearly tell that there's a lot of people coming back to play this season three because you're just playing a, a, like a huge variety of levels in terms of gamers, where I feel like when Halo wasn't doing great, you were only playing the hardcore gamers who were good at the game. And so like, that's fine. And it's still fun but it like i was as as cordy marks put i was getting my cheeks clapped quite often until this season dropped and it feels like it's a lot more balanced for me now so um i'm having a good time man i I really like it and um i've just finished my season two battle pass last night like bacon so i'm now actually officially on the season three one i got those electric socks like the 1980 style sweet um so i gotta i'm gonna try to equip those tonight but i'm excited to keep playing for sure uh very quickly uh, I just wanted to respond to B with another fun game, or what did we? What did you call it? What did you say? cheesy game? Cheesy Very game. Cheesy. Far Cry, Cry Three Blood Dragon. Bacon, if you played Far Cry Three Blood Dragon, you would love it. It is all about '80s action superstar. Ooh, you oh. need to play Far Let's Cry see. Three Blood Dragon. We'll I will tell you the next time okay. I'm on sale, guys. One of my favorites ever. One of the. It was an expansion to Far Cry Three. Obviously, it was its own thing on the 360. And then they they also brought it back on on Xbox One. Highly recommend it. Don't watch anything on it. If you guys like '80s action movies, you'll love this game. So there's another one for you. Uh, what else have we been playing, guys? Of course, like we mentioned earlier, I've been playing Halo Three or Halo Three, Halo Season Three, Infinite Season Three. Been loving it. It's always fun to drop in the boys. You know, it's decent when even Alan Packatech gets away mm-hmm. from COD to play some Halo. And you guys have hit everything on there that I would really say about it. I always think whenever I play Halo, it's just such a well-balanced, well-made game. And I have fun every time I play it. So I'm very thankful for any new content. I'm looking forward to the Forge maps. The quicker they get those kind of rotating in and out, I think the better. Um, and, and then that ding, Wolong, Fallen Dynasty. You know, like Jose mentioned earlier, don't worry about the story, Jose. I don't know what's going on either. It's... It's I mean, like, I like the cutscenes. They're it's, cool. It's even, it's, it's, yeah, exactly. They are cool looking cutscenes, but the voice acting isn't very good. Thank the story, you. you're just kind of like, uh, it's kind of like Elden Ring, where like I don't know what's going on, but for completely separate reasons. <laughs> you know, whereas Elden Ring, mm-hmm. at least I could have my uh create my own story. But here's what I like about Wolong, the more I've played it. It's all about that spirit meter and deflecting and using your spirit attacks. Don't even waste your time with the other attacks. Do the hold RB for you guys and do the attacks. I changed mine up. My attacks are now R at trigger and RB. But anyway, do those. Uh, and that's all you really need to focus on. And maybe incorporate magic when they're down. It is difficult. I, all these people saying like, oh, this is way easier than Elden Ring. I would disagree because at least in Elden Ring, I guess you can do it in this game too. But Elden Ring gave you so many options to go do other stuff and level up. And the combat was way, much more open-ended. You could be a mage and you could really distance yourself. You can get up close with a giant hammer. You could do jump attacks. Like you could do so many things. Whereas mm-hmm. <clears throat> Long, it is so focused on the parry. Like everything is yeah. about, or sorry, the deflections. And, and you literally, I'm holding my left trigger. That's what my, my block is or whatever they call it with a guard and then i'm pressing b to to deflect and you just have to build it up until you fill their stamina meter or whatever that is and then do the heavy attack but with what i didn't know and i don't know if you guys knew this playing is when you do those spirit attacks that condenses that that meter 
So instead short of term, it going though. short term. Yes, but it, it makes a mm-hmm. huge difference because if you can like I just started I found this spinning attack where it did like multiple hicks with those spirit attacks. That makes a huge difference. Like it would get down to like halfway. And then so you fill that up quicker with deflections and your attacks. And that makes a huge difference. But I gotta say, I still think this game is incredibly hard. Wait till you guys get to Lubu. As Cordy Morgs mentioned earlier, he was getting his cheeks clapped by this guy. He <laughs> quit on him last night. He's like, I'm not gonna do this anymore. He's like, Will you come help me at this point? He is like this. What what number of boss is it? He's like halfway. I think he's uh it might be chapter three. But what's what's halfway back? I don't I don't have any like I just said chapter three. You're in chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, chapter three, I believe was Lubu. And is chapter two after the wolf bird thing that I just beat? You beat that man? Jeez, I did on you. We'll see you when you start to see your like the travel. Have you been to the base? You haven't even been to the base, have you? You're like, I, I paused because we're playing Halo. I, I mean, when I, you I, go I like to your home base, you'll be like, it'll say there's an option to travel, you, and then you'll see on there chapter one, chapter two, chapter three. And if you guys didn't like that first boss, you're going to hate life and the cancer that is Lubu. <laughs> Already famous going around. I got to do, sh- I do want to shout out. Here's what Cordy Morg said about this, this fight. Um, this Lubu fight is lame. That's really all I have to say about it. And he said, uh, I'm legit getting like 20 deflect off against Lubu and then barely miss one and it's game over. And that's true. And that's what really sucks is if you can, if you will miss one deflection and you're dead and that's the most frustrating thing especially against this guy because your attacks do nothing your attacks do nothing against this guy i don't even know why they have attacks if you're doing the normal attacks it's pointless like i said stick to spirit attacks he's like yeah it's so frustrating i don't see myself doing this again or playing this game again maybe you can help me with this i'm out (laughs) so he quit out on lubu and, and he was he was he was doing way better than me so Having said all that, with the difficulty, I do, I am going to finish the game. I've gotten too far at this point. I've kind of figured out a good spirit break, and I'm glad I'm playing it. But this, I told Bacon earlier, I think this might be my only Team Ninja game. I, I don't know if this combat is for me. It's so fast paced and so dependent on that deflection that I just feel like <clears throat> Elden Ring's combat and boss design and how you chip away at the boss. And how you have a little bit more options to survive. I know as difficult as Elden Ring or the Souls games are, it's it's just done better. So for me, I'll I'll probably stick to the Soul games, but I I might go for the thousand on this, you guys. So um, we'll see how it goes. You're a madman. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I hear mm. there's another boss coming up, but I, I've gotten past the first one, and that I hear this Lubu guy is the worst. So any kind of uh, reactions to that's all I've been playing is Wolong and. Uh, Halo, uh, Jose. Let me hear your thoughts because you came into it later. How was your? Tell us. We don't know. Like, how long did the first boss take you? Apparently, like I said, he was a pro because he beat it the first day. He's like, all right, I'm already on to the next. And I was like, wow, Jose did it quicker than me. So, what have you learned? Have you been watching these videos? Because I am. I took me a while for the game to to click for me. So, I, the reason I was behind was because I was finishing Hogwarts Legacy, um, and I did finally finish that. Really, really enjoyed it. I'm gonna work try to work on a review video. Um, soon I'm still writing the one for dead space just cause I really want to do it justice and then I'll move on to Hogwarts legacy. But, um, I picked it up a couple days later than these guys. Um, and I guess the benefit of that was that I had already heard that that first guy Shang Liang or, or Shang Liang was 
a beast. Like literally it was all over Twitter. It was all over everywhere that they were just like, it's no joke. It's unreasonably challenging for the first boss. And it really is. Like the second bosses you guys are fighting now, wait, like that that big warthog boss, not even the first. No, boss, I haven't yeah. gotten that yet. But the, the, the warthog boss beat him on my first try. And some of these I'm like beating on a few tries. Where I'm also getting killed though is when they swarm you. When I've got a few guys getting at me, I can't deflect everything. That's where I'm dying to like stupid little guys. But I forgot to mention, I do like the flag system. I do yeah. make sure you hit every one of those flags and raise your whatever what morale. Yeah. Um, sorry, but go ahead, Jose. No, no, I, I, you're absolutely right about that piece of it. I, I mean, I, I, on accident, I got to that first boss and I was like, oh God, this is it. And I got, I literally got him to like quarter health on my very first try out of the gate. I, like and a dude first I, phase or second phase first phase first phase okay. yeah, but yeah. to be fair like and i knew there was a second phase because we had talked about it in our chat and stuff like that but what i get what i have to give to this game that i think is cool is it genuinely brings that excitement that you feel or that i felt when i was a kid so like playing snes games where like really you don't have continues you have like three lives and when they're dead you're dead like you get that like adrenaline of like oh god we're gonna do it like i think about when i'd play like joe and mac with chance and stuff like that where you just get so excited that's what i was feeling playing wo long again because you get at the end you're like oh i'm gonna do it and you just get rocked and it's like ah oh. and getting back you know going back in um by the i it probably took me like eight ish times to get to the second phase and then but then man did you I do just, any leveling by the way did you guys take advantage of like going back and leveling a little bit and killing those no, guys and like, no. oh man i did you oh i, did. I was like 12 yeah i was yeah. way up there jose is just a pro no i just i went i i was again it's it's just teaching me to be patient where i want to go be like and just like hit as much as i can and knock him down it was like nope you do two hits and you back off and you do two hits and you back off and like really working on the timing of like the red attacks before the deflection so that you can knock him down and i mean the first couple times that i hit that and you do the big animation i was like this is sweet um so I, I I do like the game. I I will definitely keep playing it on the side. I don't really have anything else in the docket right now, really, until Resident Evil Four comes out. So it's a good ch- amount of time for me to kind of put Halo with the boys and then play Wolong for myself. Um, and I have Spring Break in a week, so that's also I'm going to try to probably chip away at that a little bit and try to get those reviews done as well. So um, other than that, just real quick, we've been watching Wu Tang American Saga on Hulu. Really, really enjoying it, dude. Like we're in season two now, and even Victoria is super into the story and and learning about the music and stuff and the culture. So if you haven't checked that out, check out Wu Tang and American Saga on Hulu. Bacon. I have. Um, I went wanting to get a review for the channel, uh, so I went and picked up this DualSense Edge controller, and it motivated me, of course, to play long play sessions to test the battery life. So I decided I was going to finish The Last of Us, and wow, I got I got to no give it, I got to give it to him, man. That is one incredible game. Me and Dan have been arguing. Incredible story. Incredible I can't, story. I'm not, not going to spoil yeah. this last episode. But we can talk about this next week. And Dan and I do not agree with a certain aspect of how this game finishes. Um, you'll see, Chapo. I can't wait for your. But this is going to be the first episode I can see that now I'm ahead and I've seen the game. Everything else I've been playing catch up, and it was kind of did it did kind of spoil my playthrough. Um, but you know, after we got through the preacher, I call him because of the show. Past that point, and seeing seeing the, the the last leg of this thing, it again the the gameplay isn't all that. It's I mean I I got the M4 when I was in the hospital, and I it was so all over the place. I just never even pulled it out again and went back to my shotgun and my bow and arrow. Um, but 
fantastic story. Druckman, fantastic, my guy. Uh, so then to continue reviewing this controller, I fired up Horizon uh, Forbidden West. I will say it's a substantial step up from the first one, Dan. Um, mm. It's still... How, how so? Just because I just I, played. I, I felt the gameplay was better, and I, I never cared for the story of the first one. I've tried to play that thing three times and just stopped all three times. Um, I don't know how far I'll get in this one. We'll see. So wait, wait, wait. You never finished the first one, so you didn't know like the big like crazy no, twist. And they don't. They did a nice. They... they did a nice recap when I started this yeah, one. Like, oh, that's yeah. how I finished. So. I mean, I actually appreciated the ending the most, uh, if anything. For, right. for, for, for I thought I had a cool story. Wait, you I played liked it, Jose. Story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you I liked it. it. Yeah. So what's the ending? Right. Like how they had been like. Oh wait, wait, wait. Then. No, let's not say. It. Let's not spoil it for other people. We can basically, yeah. The the civilization has has moved on. We'll just right. say that, right? Yeah. That's that's the part I did like. But I'm sorry, Aloy as a person, I'm not. I'm just not She's that interested. In some of the it's other characters, yeah. I'm just not. I just. I, I like the world and the idea, but not enough to where these people are going to pull me through the rest of the game and especially not a, a giant open world where i'm just like oh, i i got enough of those but but one cool thing I'm that sure sony did one cool thing that sony did is they saw i started playing that game and i've been getting emails from them with guides of how to play the game tips and tricks i was like what is this and i started oh, there's actually some useful information when you start playing a new game with sony i was like i've never seen that before oh, i got a shout out another good thing that sony does is when you get a platinum they're like hey sometimes they're like you've earned this like background on the ps4 because right. you got the platinum which is cool again xbox these are the kind of little things that you mm -hmm. need to incorporate but you can't do that unless you first add the emerald trophy for giving us the a thousand out of a thousand can we fix that already please xbox add the 1000 out of a thousand platinum trophy equivalent name right. it the emerald achievement please go ahead Bacon. or just something that'll tell you how many games you finished and people look at your scores and you know at least they can tell you finished a game instead of having to look at the individual achievement um because like there's games where i've only gotten 300 gamer score but finished the game on a harder difficulty and there's nothing Short of going into someone's yeah, achievements but, but to see, to fair, um, you wouldn't know that on PlayStation, either. right? Without, yeah, I mean, the platinum is the platinum is just so, you got yeah. everything, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've been a little bit of a, a Sony fanboy, and this week's news has kind of angered me, and I might not again go back to Sony, but um, that's about it, other than Halo, and Halo is a hoot, so um, uh, that's about we'll, it. Yeah. We'll talk about uh, the last of us here in a second. I did want to say. Uh, I might be dusting off my PlayStation here to play The Last of Us Part Two. I thought that's what I was going to get into next, but now I'm like, uh, I might go play Sekiro because I'm sell, right? Because you like Wolong, I already, I already I got know. it. Yeah. But here's the thing: I, I, the last thing on Wolong too. Um, by the way, PS Five. Maybe I should let Jose borrow it to play something. I don't know. Or no, I was going to let Cordy Morgs. Cordy Morgs wanted to play Bloodborne, so maybe I'll let him borrow it for that. Um, with Wolong, the one thing I really do like. The deflections, uh, it's Jose, yeah. so much better than like Elden Ring, right? Like Elden Ring, I could, I still, the pairing is like too delayed and slow, right? Like you really have to get it right with at least with with Wo Long, like you know, if you press it, you're gonna get that deflection, you know, like, mm -hmm. or at least that's how I feel. And it's fast, it's a fast paced deflection. Yeah. So I, I wish Elden Ring <clears throat> maybe can take steps from that, but maybe Sekiro is more like that. I don't know, I haven't played it. So, Sekiro guys, let's jump hard into super hard uh the last of us tv show on hbo we are on episode eight eight 
Yep. So if you don't want to hear for spoilers, spoiler sure warning, you, spoiler yeah. warning, spoiler warning, we are going to spoil the last of us episode eight. And obviously the game too, because this is pretty much beat for beat for the most part to the game. Um, did you know, I just want to throw it out there right away. Did you catch the Easter egg in this episode, Jose, the Joel voice actor? Did you know he was? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Detroit Baker was the guy. Absolutely. Um, How did and- you know that? Um, you know because Baker from other roles, I mean, I'd heard yeah. the name. I wouldn't have been able to like pull him out of a lineup by his face, but I like knew his name from other roles, and um, I knew in I don't know if I might have in the trophy room. Some some I read somewhere that he was this the guy. Yeah, he's going to be in it, and um, it was interesting just because like again, I love Joe and Kyle, and they were so sure that he was going to be Ellie's dad at yeah. some point in like a precursor. So I I was kind of waiting for that to happen, and then ultimately it was just a very very different character. Um, but I I. Very Bacon, much enjoyed. Um, I didn't know until I was watching the snippet at the end of the uh, okay, show. Yeah. And I, I had a feeling I was like, Bacon. I looked over now, I was like, Troy Baker. And she's like, Go way over his head. I gotta guy? say, like, quick from, from both of you, over overall thoughts. Here, here's mine really quick. As the show goes on, my enthusiasm for it has gone down because I know it's coming. One, and I, I this is where I disagree with Bacon. I think the game does it better. Like, especially this whole sequence in the game, Jose, I feel like was done much better uh, in the video game, especially the tension in the final part with the the flame and everything going down there and building up to that as well with Ellie and Joel and how how she kind of survives. And I I just think, like I said, it, it, it sucks to know what's coming. And I just feel like, Nothing new is going to happen at this point. Where that, and that's why I really love the Bill and Frank episode so much because that was not in the game at all, and it was really well done. I mean, phenomenal actors, phenomenal seeing Bill set up and laughing at the zombie or the clickers, the infected as they ran. And he's like, "That doesn't get old," you know, this little stuff like that. Where I really appreciated it. Whereas now I know everything that's coming, especially these last two episodes. They have so much to cover. I just feel like the game does it better and the, the for me the still the greatest probably video game adaptation ever but the quality has just been declining for me personally because I, I i just really respect what the game did and i just i think it did it better and, and not to say that this is bad but um jose what were your overall thoughts on the episode for somebody who hasn't seen or didn't know what was coming what did you think i mean i definitely enjoyed it i think my I'm not, I'm, I'm, that's my that's my response. I enjoyed it. I've enjoyed this whole thing this whole time. I agree with you that it's. I think it's a cool story. I bet I will enjoy the game more because I like the gaming aspect of it. But I think what I'm trying to help myself understand here is that like it because it, it's just like a weird thing that like we know it's nine episodes. We know it has to get to a specific place. That that changes things when you're watching, right? Where it's like you said, when when you don't know what's going to happen, it's so much more exciting because it could be anything, right? So I I think that that's that's just a piece we have to work through. But overall, I I'd enjoy it. I like where it's going. I mean, it, it got real dark real quick. I kind of would have liked to know more about the villain, quote unquote, in this because I think he was David, a compelling right? villain. Yeah, yeah. And, and the kind of the situation with the camp and stuff like that. Yeah, and, um, and I'll have to say, I thought he was way more creeper in, in the game. Like, I think this actor did a good job and he was, you know, great job. I, 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 he creepy in his own way, but I again, I feel like the game did better. Jose, I'm going to come back to you in a second about the ending, how you mentioned how you, how you see, or we've, we only have so much time left, but uh, Bacon, go ahead, give us your overall impressions of 
you just love you're just a sony simp right now so watching this show i actually found myself almost liking is david or the preacher i call him the preacher because he's that religious guy or whatever mm-hmm. i almost felt like he was possibly a good person like sitting around and and, and talking to her when the old dude was off getting the the, the penicillin or whatnot i actually found myself did they find a good person in this world until it all turned south so when i was playing through it um monday or tuesday i think it was Tuesday monday um when i got to that part and i knew who he was from the show it didn't allow it just it almost felt like i wanted to skip the cut scenes because i'm like i already know that this guy is up to no good and downright dastardly see and that's how i feel watching and it. i see <laughs> i see that from you dan now i i know exactly the juxtaposition you've had and why you wanted me to play this um like you have um because it really spoiled that part in the game for me. Um, I did prefer him more in the show. I felt like I was getting more of an attachment because there wasn't the whole big fight scene with all the clickers and everybody rushing into that building and you and the two of you are Don't just spoil it. Jose hasn't played it. You fight some clickers in, in the game. Um, <laughs> I'm so not I think that, so quick. right. That would have, that took away from the overall uh, character building and, and the bond that Ellie and him were mm-hmm. that short bond they were creating. Yep. Um, and I also like the way that she got Joel involved in the show at the end. Hey, See, that I didn't thought that was weird. Game. I thought that was weird. Like, hey, have this penicillin. And he, all of a sudden, he's like, I'm good. And now I'm going to go into killing spree. That was he just, slept that, eight that hours. Was we- that was eight a little hours. weird to me. Right. That was a little power nap, bud. But you know, you remember in the game, she didn't even, we didn't even don't, know don't, don't Joel was. Don't well, say anything. Just don't we say hadn't anything. seen Joel in a while. So at yes, that point, so I, I do like how she got him involved and, you know, said she was going to take one for the team and, and go draw him away. So um, there's there's bits and parts of it. I, the, the thing about this game that really should not be um, overlooked is the fact that they were able to go almost beat for beat from this game into this show and it still has that top quality. It, for HBO to take something almost beat for beat and basically just redo it and it be as good as it is, it is a testament to how good that game is. Mm-hmm. Not the gameplay. That is a testament to how okay. good that story that is. That story is, exactly. Yes. And that's what I've always argued right. about The Last of I have always said the story is a great story. Not my favorite because of the ending. Can't wait to see what Jose says. Mm, but, I disagree. Uh, oh, you're a psycho. So, so here's the thing. While we're on it, Jose, I wanted to ask you, where do you think this ends? What do you think happens since you know we are towards the end? And you said you haven't had it spoiled, which I hope you still have it. What is your theory on the ending of season one? Uh, so my theory is that Joel has to die. And that I my guess is that Ellie has to kill him for some Ooh. reason. Go in a Clementine situation. Yeah. So that's but I don't I don't know if it's a clicker thing. I don't know if it's a like he gets infected and attacks her and, or he like protecting her from a clicker. Like that's the piece I don't know. Um, okay. And, and again, I, I mean, I, 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 I'll tell you why I know that after next week, because I, and I know I don't want to keep spoiling stuff for the, for the audience. If they're still listening at this point about if they haven't seen it, but uh, <laughs> I'm excited, good. man. I just, I'm really excited for what's going to happen. And I'm also, I'm bummed that the show's going to end because I've really enjoyed it. And I know, I, I know for sure. They're Hopefully we'll have uh, the Lakers show season. come back. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We need yeah. time. I want that back. We need time. Bring that. Yes. And for me and Bacon, Ted Lasso, March 15th. Baby. Oh, so yeah. There you go. We got too. Ted Lasso. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but I'm excited to see it wrap up. Man, so is Victoria. She's really enjoyed it. I know Nell's really enjoyed it, too. I'm um, so excited to see what happened. Even Nell just put it in the chat. So Victoria's the part where he calls still her, there. 
Oh yeah, she's she's, she's every in. every Sunday where she's like, "You ready to watch Last of Us?" I'm like, "Yes, yes, sir." I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, let's do it, baby girl." That's what I'm gonna say next week, baby girl. See, uh, see, I, I see, and that's I'm not even gonna say anything. That's where I just fundamentally disagree with. You'll see what happened. Like, uh, you gotta acknowledge Nell's chat for me, Dan. I, I I did. I I just said that that the baby girl. I said I just fundamentally disagree with some of that. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk more so about good. this next week. Um, yeah. I'm excited for you to see it, Jose. I wish you would play the game first, but regardless, you will. You definitely should play it and will play it once. Uh, whenever you get the chance. Um. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to talk about the ending. And I wish Bubble Away was here to talk about it because we we both kind of agree in the same way about the ending on that. So um or or i guess there's no one else that i know who's played it who can join us so guys that has been what we have been playing and or watching let's close the show like we always do with the best food we had this week hold on what did b say bake oh no no he turned the volume down while we were talking about that he wanted to know when to come back oh okay We're, we're done we're done yeah no spoilers well i don't think we spoiled the ending yet for sure um Gosh, I can't wait to talk about it. I want to talk about it really bad right now. We got to wait for Jose because fundamentally so much disagreement. Guys, what is the best food you had this week? I'll go very quickly here because I had a banger slanger week. I don't know if you saw it in the notes. First off, I had Burrito Express, the two standard. So good. Lucky. We need to have a count for that because I think that's surpassing my uh, spicy chicken sandwich from Popeyes there. So Jose, I, we, do you have it? Do you, would you have your Jose? That's what now? we need. We need to add that to our our stream right now. We should have a burrito express a live, live burrito and count a, and a lifetime of spicy chicken sandwich. Count. I'll add that for next week. I'll Incredible! If they want to sponsor us, uh, and then I had Papa John's. I know Chance hates Papa J's for pizza, but I have to point this out. Allie, the last time we had Papa John's, got sick food poisoning she's like i'm never having papa john's again then just recently she's like i want want papa Papa john's John's. (laughs) (laughs) i want some stuffed crust got it you guys and after we ate it she's like that was maybe one of the best pizzas i've ever had she loved it she's back on the papa john's train she loves their stuffed crust you guys with that garlic sauce i'm telling you guys it is so Dude, good. Their, ch- their cheesy bread, I think, is the best cheesy bread. And I think it's so good. their standard cheese pizza with sausage, it's so good. There's nothing like it. Again, they're like Burger King. Their, their, their pizza okay. has a distinct okay. taste, and nothing matches it. But the best food I had this week, we went out last night to the best fast or sit-down chain restaurant in America. We went to the Olive Garden. And I got to <laughs> say, you guys, Olive Garden on a Wednesday night was jam-packed. I was shocked at how many people were there at 4.30 dinner time bacon and old person style it was busy as all can be and we're so talking about the denver west isolated okay. one no we were eating like okay. 4 45 5 and it was packed but again chicken and shrimp carbonara zuppa toscana you cannot lose it is so dang good um and shout out to the ipads i bring for my kids to watch to give us a little bit of silence and just a little bit of just of a break from the hell spawns that they call because you know how it is bring kids to the restaurant they just he's absolutely right lose their goddamn minds so that was the best food i had this week jose what about you uh it was actually a banger week for me too uh so uh last sunday my parents we had dinner with them and they we picked up some dominoes which was delightful 
right uh and couldn't enjoy that oops he wrote in i made a ribeye cast iron with roasted garlic parmesan potatoes gosh that sounds delightful thank you for sure that's good off garden but it's all (laughs) and then uh last night actually midweek date night which honestly is like very rare but good friend of the the show kella gave me and victoria tickets to the nuggets game so we got to go see him get destroyed by the bulls um and so we were down there but we went to um bird call which is this it's a chicken restaurant it's actually in the whole foods at belmar yeah like we couldn't find it but it's actually in the whole foods um and uh it was it was okay i mean is it better than like chick-fil-a doubt it is it better than popeyes absolutely not uh but it was cool it was tried it was good to try something new um and did that and then we went to this um arena and had like beers and stuff like that um, it was, it yeah, was a nice wait, wait, What's that picture you had? Was that from the other place or was that for, was that extra food at the at Ball Arena? No, that was the restaurant. That was the restaurant. Oh, okay, the chicken okay, sandwich. Okay. But the, yeah, I was it wasn't like, from Ball Arena. Um, and it's not that I don't, I like the food at Ball Arena. I just don't love paying $22 for like nachos. Yeah, you got to so live it up. Like, you got to live it up. I know. Tickets are free. Dude, Jose, did, come on. I got a you beer and she got a truly and it was 30 bucks for two drinks, dude. Like I was like, <laughs> truly. Okay. Did you park at the the perfect parking spot over there right off of uh, when you're good off I-25 on Colfax, that first right for there's that like du or metro no. state parking area that's where you gotta park you guys pro strat i think it's only like 10 or 15 bucks no i, I just Same. paid the 25 oh but a fun <laughs> fact though it's it was 25 bucks if you paid with a card it was 30 if you paid cash yeah they're like f cash yeah man they wanted digital, all digital world man. Interesting. um also shout out to deja vu melting pot excellent oh, ba- somebody time out deja vu right no, now melting i'm gonna mod him right out of this ta- chat time him out right now i'm gonna time uh, him out right now but then the best part was today it was actually a pretty rough day at school just some some discipline stuff and shout out to my secretary pam she came through clutch for me and zach morris and she picked up she brought us some popeyes for lunch so i had a spicy chicken sandwich oh, to cap off today which Jealous. was absolutely delightful to add to our count um, so it was a great week of food, man. Excited for it again next week and then in spring break because we're going to Disney World and I'll have some delicious food to report back when we get back from that. All right. Uh, Bacon, how about you, bud? So real quick, my wife uh, reported back to me. She went to the play and ran into uh, the Nerd Chat super fan Claire at the play. Claire yep. And she reported that she is all grown up and is an actual adult now. So that's good. I've never met Claire, but. And um, the Elden Ring. Yes. So. Shout out to Claire. Um, so I have to eat a lot of keto stuff for my condition. And I used to get keto white bread, which was okay. And they ran out of keto white bread the other day. And I had to switch to keto sandwich thins made by or wheat. And it actually makes a pretty edible sandwich for lunch. So that's about my big news in my boring food life. Ooh, rough week for the baconator over. It's there. actually two weeks now in a row of doing sandwich things, and I'm actually sold on the things. It's actually sold. So all right, guys. Okay. This has been the Nerd Chat episode 97. Thank you so much for all of those who joined us live. Shout out to Nell. Shout out to Deja Vu, even though he's timed out and banned. Shout hmm. out to B. Shout out to Coach Dan. Goose, Dano. We really do appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Please, if you can, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe video on YouTube. We're closing in on 100 episodes, 100 subs. Um, speaking of, guys, I kind of wanted to plan that out. We should talk about what we're going to do for the 100th episode. 
Um, but my name is Daddy D. Wally. You can follow me at Daddy D. Wally across all social media. You can follow the show at The Nerd Chat across all social media or The Nerd Chat Podcast. Uh, Chipotle Bear, before I throw it over to you, after you do our new outro, outro video part, I will do the outro as well, just so you know. So where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, Chipotle Bear on Instagram. You can find me at Chipotle underscore on Twitter. I've been having a lot of time following like Matthew Kennedy. He's a great streamer. He just finished. Oh, Halo shout out to Matthew. Yeah. We'll follow him. He's, a, he's an awesome dude. Also, of course, all of our friends, Ains over at Season Gaming, Hogue Law, which is super dope. Joe and Kyle at PlayStation, uh, or sorry, the Trophy Room. Um, thank you for everybody engaging with everyone. It's just, again, a great community. And like Dan said at the early part of the show, like there's been a lot of negativity and I think everybody's looking forward to some of that positivity. So we're excited for that. Also, last thing, I do want to give a huge shout out to VDO Ninja, which is the new software we're using, the new website we're using that allows shout us to have out. this beautiful stream. So thank Sponsor you to you guys for making video. this we will possible. We partners for you guys. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd love to partner with you guys. So other than that, thank you for joining everyone. Look forward to this every Thursday night with everybody and uh, talk to you soon. And hold on. Shout out to B. He says, why don't you guys have a nerd chat party and I will make the ribeyes for everyone. Sounds Mm. amazing for the 100th episode. Indeed. Bacon, where can people find you? Uh, You can usually find me uh, following a lot of people on Twitter, but not commenting on much of anything and just sticking in them streets. Staying Twitter streets, Uh, guys. Watch out. Bacon is X bacon gaming everywhere. Probably going to start streaming more. Um, on my Twitch channel, but like take a second to shout out all my homies that were hanging out in the chat. I really do appreciate you guys sitting through this. Uh, even my wife still listening yeah, to still it. Still here. So thank you very much, guys. We really it. appreciate the the hard work that this stuff takes and the the long hours and stuff. We really do appreciate um, all the chats and stuff. So thank you, guys. Yeah, and again, shout out to new co-host Chipotle Bear, aka Jose Martinez, for making all of this possible, guys. Taking work, it up Chipotle. a level, as always, gamers. See you online. See you online. See you online. See you online. Yes. No. I'm being told that Average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. The Nerd Chat, an Xbox podcast, is a podcast celebrating all things gaming, food, and the good old days. The show was created by Daniel Walensic, and you can follow him at Daddy Diwali across all social media. The assistant to the co-host is Jose Martinez, and you can follow him at Chipotle underscore bear. The assistant to the assistant to the co-host is Chance Siegel, and you can follow him at BubbleBoyN7. The intern to the assistant to the assistant to the co-hosts is Jason Jarrett, and you can follow him at xbacongaming. You can also follow the show at the Nerd Chat across all social media, and if you'd like to find out more about the show, visit nerdchatmedia.com.